Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. Gabe, I've been enjoying talking about the commands of Christ. They have been so refreshing and just the fact that we can just really chew, meditate, think on, discuss the words of Jesus. Not just the words of Jesus, but these are commands that Christ has given us. And I'm reminded of the scripture verse that says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And that word keep is to treasure, it's to guard, it's to keep close to your heart. So that's kind of the reason why we talk about these commands is really to give our listeners a love relationship or to encourage our listeners to have a love relationship with God. So this is this has been really exciting. Another exciting note is we're starting a new command today. And um, Gabe, why don't you go ahead and read those verses and then introduce that. So the command that we're digging into is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. So our command is lay up treasures. And I'm just going to go ahead and read the verses um, that the command's contained in, because there's a lot here. So we're going to go ahead and start in verse 19. This is once again Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 19. It says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But, and here's our command, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Hmm. And so we see even the command is derived from these verses of lay up treasures where the Lord is telling us to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And he's giving two contrasting ideas. He's basically saying you'll lay up your treasure in one of two places. <laughs> you'll lay up your treasure on earth, which will pass away and burn. I'm adding, you know, that's what's going to ultimately end up happening, right? Or you can lay up for yourself treasures in heaven that will not be destroyed. And so I think as we look at this, it's important to see that as we go into lay up treasures, I think it's so neat, Nate, how this connects so well with the command we talked about before of practice secret disciplines. And of I, course, yeah, I thought it did too. Because it's right before where he's talking about praying in secret, fasting in secret, giving in secret. And I think it's so significant because it's like, I think these ideas are very much connected because in what we saw in practice secret disciplines is part of the reason he says, let's say, for example, to pray in secret is he said not to pray like the Pharisee standing on the street corner and looking for the praise that comes from men, because here's what he said. He says, if we do that, then we have our reward already. Mm -hmm. In other words, it's like to do it to be seen of men and to get their recognition and their praise is to lay up treasure on earth where you're mainly concerned about the earth. You're concerned about other people. You're concerned about their praise. You're concerned about what they think of you. Like that's your focus. That's to lay up treasures on earth. And that's what kind of struck me, Gabe, about our previous command. It It was already talking about treasure. It was already talking about a reward. And I think it's segueing perfectly into this. It really is. It was already talking about reward, and it was already talking about um, y- your father, right, who sees in secret, um, rewarding us openly. Mm-hmm. And so just to see how he says, if you do it to be seen of men, then you have your reward. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're laying up treasure on earth. Yes. You're, yes. you're getting praise you from men. You have it right there. You have it right there. But if instead you do it in secret. And he talked about when you go to, to, to pray, closeting yourself away, right? When you fast, wash your face, that you put not unto men to fast, but unto your Father. It's like each of the things, praying, fasting, giving, 
are always, when we do it in secret, as to our Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're laying up treasure in heaven. Wow. And he says that God will reward that, right? Wow. Where we're laying up our treasure in heaven instead of on earth. So these two commands are so well connected, and I think we already see some of the way that we lay up treasure in heaven, where we're concerned about what God thinks and storing up our treasure with him instead of being concerned about what man thinks and laying up our treasure here on earth. That's good, Gabe, because I think one of... Um, if you want to call it a stronghold or an idea, a false idea that is easy and prevalent, especially in the Western society, is it's all about our possessions, what we have. And most of the time, that's looked at as something material. Now, material possessions can be used to advance God's eternal purposes, but many times it's so easy to get about to be focused upon the material things and for those to become our treasure versus the things that God says is treasurable or that God deems as a treasure of eternal value. I even think of how Jesus said, a man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things he possesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right that we would invest in eternity instead of in the temporal. It's huge. And it really takes, like what you're saying, a shift in our thinking. It really does. It really does. Let's go ahead and hop into some of the keywords. I'd like to highlight a few keyword phrases or words specifically that might help our listeners kind of pull apart this command and kind of see it in a deeper way. The first keyword that I'd like to look at is lay up. The word lay up, when it talks about laying up, because it's like, well, how do you lay something up? What is the idea behind laying up? And the the Greek word there is, it means to amass or reserve, literally or figuratively, to lay up, to keep in store, to heap treasure together. Um, and basically you, you get this idea of basically where you're amassing. It's kind of like it's where your treasure is located. It's like where you're locating your treasure. And kind of a little um, quick snapshot of this, Gabe, is um, a good picture of this. Like what does it mean to lay up treasure is when I was I lived in Oklahoma for a while, one of the pests um, that and I maybe some people might call them pests, some People might call them pets. I don't know. But um, we saw them as pests. And that is pack rats. And the nature, and what's so unique about the pack rat is the nature of a pack rat is to do just that. It's to pack things. Is to hide things away. And I remember one day we were having some problem with pack rats. And in the garage of where we were staying, there was some stairs leading up to the door. And we ended up taking the bottom of one of the pieces of the stairs off. And lo and behold, inside that step was a pack rat's nest. And you would not believe what was in that pack rat's, pack rat's nest. It was dog food. It was like a solo cup. It was, I think, a, a spoon. I mean, because they're attracted to the shine, these shiny things. And they amass it. They, they take it in. They put it in their little burrow or wherever their home is. And they just build up, store up, and store up, and store up. And the idea here is that's exactly, I believe, what Jesus is talking about when he says, lay it up, lay up your treasures in heaven. It's not on earth, but it's in heaven. So kind of you get the idea of laying up there. The next word I'd like to focus on is treasures. The word treasure is a deposit, wealth, literally or figuratively. I'd also like to look at the word corrupt. Corrupt means to consume or passively disappear, to be destroyed. Corrupt is disfigure, 
parish vanish. Um, and I, the reason why I specifically chose corrupt Gabe is Jesus says, don't lay up your treasures upon earth where thieves break through, moth and rust doth corrupt. The idea here is literally what's so special about the word corrupt is literally it gives the idea that you can't even tell a trace that it was there. And isn't that a beautiful picture of when we, when I lay up treasures upon earth, they're going to be corrupted to the degree nothing will be left. And people won't even be able to recognize that it was there. That's just such an incredible picture there. And lastly, but not least, the phrase breakthrough. In the Greek, the phrase breakthrough is to penetrate um, burglariously. And that is to break through like a burglar is breaking into a house. And just the idea that, Gabe, if our value system, if we put our values in our house or if we put our values in our car or if we put our values in earthly things, those can be stolen. Those can be burglarized. Those can be taken from us. But amazing thought is, is when a treasure is stored in heaven, it can't be taken away by anyone. And I think... What you're saying here is so true of just the need of will we have an eternal mindset or will we have a temporal mindset? Mm -hmm. Will we hold to that which is temporal and to that which is of the you know the world and of, of, of status and money and all those things? Or will we have the eternal perspective of laying up our treasure in heaven and not on the earth? And I think that that idea you gave of corrupt where it just, it, it vanishes away. Just like vanishes, like, yeah. And, and just to see of... of isn't it a sad um, thing that to the idea of like where if 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 somebody spent all their time and their energy even amassing wealth and goods and houses and different things, but it's like those things will pass mm -hmm. away, mm -hmm. you know, and, and they're not going to last. And I think so often we, we invest so much time and money and energy into that which doesn't last. And I think part of what the Lord's saying here is don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. It's not going to last, right? Yeah, it's not. And, and, and so lay up your treasures in heaven. Right. And it's interesting when he brings out that it's not going to last, he in many ways brings out three destroying agents, if you will, of these world's goods. And I think it's interesting. So obviously he says moths, right? It right. says um, that... that um, Moth and rust, right? So he gives three things. Moth and rust, he says, doth corrupt. And then the third thing is where thieves break through and steal. So he has mm -hmm. these three ideas, moth, rust, and um, thieves. And and I think it's interesting And I, that if you – just the picture maybe that's here of what each of these things maybe touch on. And I don't want to um, read into this too much, you know, but I just had – as I was thinking on this verse – it was highlighted to me, like you think about moths. Well, what do moths attack? Well, they mainly would would, would corrupt clothing, right? Like right. you picture them getting in a closet right. and the damage right. that they can do um, is tremendous. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. And just to think about, about that picture of, you know, clothing, obviously clothing is a basic need. But oftentimes, clothing is also associated with status and, I, and, and, and reputation. Right. And we don't even realize sometimes how much we can even get our identity. People can get their identity from the way they dress and, and different things and clothing brands and all these different things. But just how our status can sometimes be, um, if we don't have our gaze fixed on Christ, we can have our gaze fixed mm -hmm. on, if we're not laying up treasure in heaven, in other words, mm -hmm. we're laying up on treasure on earth, we can be very concerned for our own reputation and our status. And it's like, but if we're concerned and we're getting, um, if we're concerned for our own reputation and we care about to, about what other people think of us and that type of thing, 
it's like that's gonna that's not gonna last. That's right. gonna pass away. Right. It's life's not about me. And that's when I right. make it about me, it's yeah. like the moths are gonna corrupt that. You yeah. know, that it's not gonna last. It's not gonna be eternal. Yeah. And I think about the rust, you know, and and, and the corruption that rust brings. And mm-hmm. you know, when we think of what rust could corrupt, well, our modern day examples, we would think like cars and you know what I mean, things yeah. that are especially are all, a, a northern car, <laughs> right? Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Where we've all seen it, the car it's just about the person falls out the bottom because it rusted out. I mean, where there's just so much rust. So we can see how, you know, a lot of the things we value in our day can rust out. But, you know, I was thinking back in that day, what were the things that were rust? And, you know, one of the things I thought of, because it wasn't like they were driving cars around right, back exactly. then. But, you know, one thing that I thought of that was so interesting, so I thought, I wonder if one of the main things they would use that would be metal that would rust were their tools of work. Mm. And, you know, their implements of farming and different things mm. would probably be either work or weapons, mm. right? And I just think about how, obviously, God created us to work and we're supposed to work, but how sometimes... Um, especially I think for men, mm-hmm. we can get overly focused on our work and even idolize our job and people can work, you know, p- invest all their time and energy and effort into their job and into promotions and into, um, you know, and all of that. And once again, Nate, it's something that doesn't last. Yes. And so if I'm all about my job and about making money and about being promoted mm-hmm. and all these things, that's going to pass yep. away too. And the, and the rest is going to come and eat that away and it's not going to last. And then lastly, even thieves, the, the things that I treasure, mm-hmm. a thief can break in and steal anything, yes. right? But it's going to be particularly things that I value. And if I've invested my time and my energy into earthly things, it can be snatched away like that. And so it's like God is saying, invest your life in that which counts for eternity because everything else can be snatched mm-hmm. away. It makes me think about how all of those things that you were talking about, Gabe, have one center common factor they're all a part of this earth. Hmm. Whatever is a part of this earth stays with this earth. And this earth, and what I mean by that is when Adam and Eve fell, there was a curse that came upon them. And I think part of that curse was this, the moths eating things, the rust corrupting, and then obviously thieves breaking through and stealing was definitely um, an element, a a factor, a a byproduct of their sin. And you know what? And and another thing that kind of strikes me too, Gabe, is this is really also in many ways the nature of the enemy, Mm -hmm. Satan, right? What What does he do? He comes to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and life more abundantly. And he's talking about that idea, that concept of laying up treasures in heaven where they can't be stolen. It can't be corrupted. It can't be destroyed. And and just just so, so beautiful, these, these things. And so I think as we just conclude and wrap up this episode, I guess a challenge for our listeners, are you storing up? Are you treasuring up, laying up, kind of picture that pack rat, are you putting your possessions where they can be taken away? And even more specifically, what are your possessions? Are they what God, are your possessions what you value to be valuable? Is that what God deems is valuable? Or are we just investing a lot of time and energy in something that can be taken and will be taken from us? I think this is just the very beginning um, and the top of the iceberg of talking about the command, lay up treasures. So we hope that you guys have been encouraged. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't and share this content with friends. If you feel like this has been a blessing to you, our 
goal, our aim, our desire is to encourage you and others in the relationship with the Lord and that we would all seek God's kingdom first, that we would all seek God's face first. So we look forward to our next episode where we're going to be digging a little bit deeper into this command. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.